how to boost profits without creating new products on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. This is episode number 45. My name is Ryan Black. And my name is Levi Hunsaker. Good Morgan, I- Levi. Oh, good Morgan. <laughs> I like it. We're we're going international today. Oh yes. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, buddy? Doing awesome. Ready to rock and roll today's topic. And uh, this is now the second episode. We're using the new format. Yeah, the new platform. New format. So let us know what you're thinking about it. What do you like? What don't you like? Suggestions. We're open. Um, before we dive into the topic, though, we do want to throw out our, our shout out, our reminder about our upcoming Make Profits Again Summit. That is May 19th through 22nd. And for anyone who is either has a business, small business, and is like, man, I weathered the storm. Maybe you weathered it well. Maybe you didn't <laughs> over the last year. Either way, it's going to be four full days of powerful training from dozens of industry professionals who not only weathered the storm, but excelled during this during the storm. And so uh, they're just going to be sharing nugget after nugget after nugget of how you can, well, make profits again. So for more information, to see the lineup of incredible speakers, as well as to sign up absolutely free, you can simply go to championhustle.com forward slash summit and get yourself signed up there. And a reminder, the content is only going to be available live on the day that it is being broadcast. So if you're like, oh, I'll watch it later, that's not possible. <laughs> You've got to be there. So you don't, you snooze, you lose. Make well, sure. it might be possible, but uh, not for free. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but not for free. And we like free. So take advantage. <laughs> yeah. So invest in yourself. We're going to be there. Um, I'm attending. Are you attending, Ryan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it. It's yeah. it's cool stuff. So this topic today, you know, we, we talk about how to boost profits without creating new products. Well, we're not we're also not talking about without selling more products either. So okay. um, if you get into business and you have a customer come to you, what is your first thought or a potential customer? What is your first thought? Uh, how can I serve them? I mean, what, what, how can I help you, right? What can I do for you? Right. And that thought right there, if you're not thinking that when a customer comes through your doors or, you know, goes to your website or anything like that, I would encourage you to shift your mindset instead of what can I sell them to how can I serve them? And really, it's, it comes down to having a question trying to understand their needs and figuring out what is the best possible way I can serve this customer. Okay. So that's what we want to focus today's episode on. Okay. And so that would be, so how can I best serve them in general, regardless of whether or not maybe what I particularly, my product or service offering includes, whether or not that there's a, there's a a click, a match there. Yeah, and I think it ultimately comes down to um, a lot of people try to shoehorn customers into their product, and that's a, a great way to have dissatisfied customers. And right. and uh, a lot of people can 
will try to convince their customers that what they have is what they need. You, you can help educate them and help them understand, but convincing, that's probably not the best way to go either. So what do you do? Well, before, before we get to that question. Devil's advocate. So <laughs> I, I, I totally get where you're coming from, where you're saying, look, you know, your customer walks through the door and it could be a, you know, a literal door or a figurative door, depending on your business. But your customer walks through the door, I, you know, from the entrepreneurial side, from the perspective, I'm saying, well, well, yeah, I finally got a customer to come in the door. <laughs> I have, you know, a fixed cost for customer acquisition, right? You have a customer acquisition cost of what it costs you to get that customer through the door. And so now the customer's here. So... I can understand a lot of times why people try to kind of fit and, you know, shove a square peg in a round hole to get that customer to be a converting customer that actually pays. Because otherwise you're thinking, well, I just spent all this money to acquire this customer and now I can't serve them and I can't, you know, I'm not going to see a conversion or a return on that investment. Yeah. So a lot of businesses with that cost per acquisition, they'll get into like the 50 to 70% of what they're actually going to sell. And, and sometimes you may even be at 100% or even higher, like your break even is 100%. If you have this small front end offer and you can get a customer to come in for break even, awesome, because you can make additional money on the upsell. And, and that upsell didn't cost you any additional money to acquire. So. So that becomes more profit for you and things like that for your business. But so then how do you handle that then? If you've got, you've, you have incurred that cost, you've acquired the customer there, they're standing in front of you, but it's clear that, you know what, what you're looking for and what I'm offering, there is not a match. Yeah. So, so ultimately it comes down to you, you've got to have something to offer them that's going to help them, right? Now, a lot of people get caught in the shiny object syndrome of, oh, well, maybe I can just create a product for that. Or maybe I can add that service to my business and, and you know, boost revenue, boost, boost sales. But what happens when you start shifting your focus? If that offer is not part of your core business, uh, I, I would recommend to, to pass on creating that offer. If it's not what you do, yeah. and if it's not what you do well, that, that's not your business. And we've talked about that in prior episodes, right? If you try to be everything to everyone, you're going to be nothing to no one. Right. And and so that's, that's an so, important thing to remember. So focus on your core strategy. So an option is if you have a, a, a product that you can create to kind of monetize your acquisitions a little better on the front end, cool, do it. But what if you don't? What if it, uh, what they're looking for just doesn't fit your core business model? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so the answer to that is to create strategic partnerships with other companies, right? Maybe also known as affiliate relationships, but partnerships with other companies that offer complementary services or products to what you offer so that when you have paid that cost of customer acquisition, they're standing in your in your door and you can't serve them. You can refer them over to somebody else. So they're happy and you're happy. Everybody wins. Yeah. And, and that's the, 
simplest possible way to boost your revenue because yeah. you're still serving a customer. You have honestly vetted who you're going to be referring them to. Like when we refer something, it's either something we use personally or we know the people very well. And yeah. uh, ultimately, it, your brand is dependent on their experience after that. If you are referring someone, your, your personal name, your brand, your business reputation, it, it ultimately hinges on their experience with who you're sending them to as well. And so you wanna make sure that, that you have a, a good relationship, a good trust, that they will be, your customers will be well taken care of by doing that referral. Well, think how many times just in life, right, from family and friends where you've been looking for something. Maybe it's a good restaurant to eat. Maybe it's, uh, you know, where to get your car fixed or, you know, a, a good movie to watch. Right. And, and one of your family or friends says, oh, this place is great. You know, you take their recommendation and you love it. You're very appreciative of the recommendation that they gave you. And so this is similar. Right. It's just in the context of business with the affiliate relationship, we're referring our customers to another partner who we know, you know what, these guys, this company can take care of you and, um, and you know, meet your needs. So they're going to be grateful and they're going to remember you in the future. Yeah, and, and it's uh, like, if you're building this affiliate relationship, you know, we talked about, do I like it? Do I personally use it? Well, the other question that you wanna answer is, well, what don't I like about it? What are, the, what are the gaps, what are the holes that my customers might see as they go over into these additional offers? And the cool thing is you can provide gap fillers, you can provide content, you can provide material to help your customers better understand how to use that to their advantage. And now you are doing even better at yeah. serving your customers. Well, and you know, vetting, you mentioned you know vetting the the quality of, of what they offer because like you said we're putting our name we're putting our brand on the line by vouching for that other company and so um, I think it is important that when creating affiliate relationships if it's not a product or service that you have personally used that vetting process is important because GBA guilty by association right and um, and so if you're not uh, you know, you're, you are associating with that other brand. And so, um, from experience, <laughs> you want to make sure that you vet them well so that you're protecting your brand integrity and your name as well. Yeah. And, and, uh, this kind of reminds me as I was getting some, uh, a HELOC put on my home and things like that. I went to a bank and I had a, a fantastic experience. They, like the terms were awesome, the product was amazing, and the the process was streamlined, it was super simple, um, zero stress, and so I referred a few people over to them, and they just had terrible experiences. It's like, oh man, why, why am I gonna keep referring them if they've got terrible experiences? And so that, that experience kind of cost the other business, uh, the other company business, right? So you just got to make sure that that uh, that experience is going to be seamless in what you want your brand and your reputation to be. Maybe they gave you the HELOC because you were holding a shotgun when you went in to uh, request it. Would that be why? Um, 
while there's an open investigation, I can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny any events that have happened. Maybe that's why they were so friendly and they were so willing to give you. I, I'm just saying. I'm just that's saying. That's terrible, Ryan. That's not even funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but not really. Uh, well, yeah. And when, you know, when it boils down to it, the cool thing is, is, you know, affiliate relationships and affiliate marketing type of things have been around forever. And, uh, you know, whether it's offline, online. And so one thing to, to consider is if you continue, sometimes, you know, entrepreneurs say, well, I don't know, you know, with whom I should create an affiliate relationship. And so one thing you can look at is say, well, what is it that your customers continue to ask for that is not part of your core competency that, uh, that they want when coming to you? And um, uh, ooh, here we go. Uh oh, it's coming! It's coming! Story time! Oh yeah! <laughs> bum, bum, in, my, in my prior business, um, it, with the with the video production company, I actually had affiliate partners that uh, would get would get phone calls, multiple actually. I had quite a few that uh, had other. One of them was, a, for example, was a publishing company, and so they did on demand publishing. Of uh, you know of books and CDs and DVDs and you know training programs and stuff, and so they would get their customers that would call them and they would say, "Hey, look, we've got uh, you know this uh, training course or whatever that we want to produce, and uh, but their content wasn't ready for production, meaning it wasn't ready to go into the machine so that the you know the workbooks and the DVDs and everything could be produced and then and then shipped." And so with that affiliate relationship that we had with them, every time one of their customers would come and wouldn't have print ready, is what they call it, print ready materials, then they would say, well, great, we've got this, uh, you know, this affiliate partner, it's a completely separate company, they charge X amount per hour, and they will, would you like us to kind of toss all the materials over to them, they'll get it all fixed up, built out for you, get everything print ready, so that then uh, we can get your materials done. And it was great. We had that relationship for many, many years, made a ton of money <laughs> with that with that strategic partnership. And um, and they were happy. Our partner was happy because they were able to serve their customers. They made their money through the actual production, you know, printing and and uh, fulfillment of the of the customers' products. And we made great money because we were able to, you know, get kind of these little jobs constantly of uh, editing and, and putting together content for them. So yeah, these these types of relationships are regardless of which because I've been on both ends, I've been on the the receiving end where I'm receiving the referrals as well as giving the referrals to other companies, and it's really when you do it right, it's really a lot of fun and can be very lucrative. Yeah, so why why would a company do this? Like, why does it make sense for them? Well, in in this example, you know, the other company they were turning away customers. Because their core competency was not, you know, they a customer would come in and say, here's a USB drive with a bunch of video files. Uh, we would need this built into a 10 DVD set with animated menus and, oh, and the audio is screwed up and this and that. And, oh, here's the PDFs for our workbooks and here's that. Uh, we want to put this into a, a, an educational program. They're like, we don't know how to do that. We need the finished files that we plug into our system and then we can spit you out one set or a thousand sets and then fulfill and ship internationally. That's what we do. And so rather than them having to lose the customers, which they were, they were, they were losing a lot of customers, um, they were able to say, absolutely, we can help you out. But first, let's 
We're going to send those or your files over to our to our uh, partner. They're going to take care of you. It's probably going to cost, you know, whatever amount of money to get everything dialed in and then we will get that fulfilled for you. So, they loved it because they were able to make a lot more money and they didn't have to deal with any of the hassle of the stuff that they didn't understand because it wasn't their it wasn't in their wheelhouse. So, it was great for us because we had a constant stream of just random projects that would be coming in. And some of them were small, you know, maybe only a couple hundred bucks, but other projects were, you know, they were good sized projects where, I mean, we would spend a whole week preparing their content and, uh, you know, getting everything together and fixing it up for them. And, and it was fun. We enjoyed it. It was always a new challenge and it brought in some great revenue for the, for our company as well. Yeah. And, and back to that cost per acquisition that your company did not have to spend money advertising and doing these other things. And this is what, Zero. why it makes sense for companies to have an affiliate relationship. Because yeah. instead of spending 50 to 70% on advertising, they can spend 20% giving you a referral and it doesn't cost the customer any more money. Cost them the same, cost the, the original business um, less money in advertising. So their profit goes up your profit goes up, the customer still gets a great service. And so it's just a win-win-win all the way around. Yeah, and in, in this specific, we had several of these relationships, but in this specific relationship that I'm citing, uh, we had basically an hourly fee that we charged to our, our partner, and then they would mark that up. So, um, because we would bill our partner and then our partner would turn around and rebill the end customer. So we never actually build the end customer directly. So we would charge them whatever, I don't even remember what the rates were, but we would charge them our hourly rate at the time. And then they would mark it up a little bit more. So they would make a little bit of a cut to help cover. So they were, they were actually, they came out nice. They were able to cover the cost of their customer <laughs> acquisition through the margin that they made off of the work that we did as well as, uh, you know, obviously fulfilling to their customers, their core competency. So, yeah. So, so, I mean, this, this idea of affiliate relationships, it's, it's been around forever, even before the internet. Um, and it's going to continue to be, be around. So this is a, an excellent way that you can boost your revenue. Uh, even Amazon has affiliate relationships and partnerships that you can, you know, recommend products that you're using. And if they click on your link and whatever they buy, you get a, a certain cut depending on what it is. And so you can, you can always check into that, but uh, you know, look for strategic partnerships through affiliate relationships. Now, as your customers are coming in um, and, and they're experiencing these affiliate products, you're gonna get some feedback. What do you do with that feedback? Well, it's not your company, so do you just toss it in the trash can? No, of course not. <laughs> no, feed that back to the other company so that they can continue to improve their product and uh, then you can actually get that out there and, and improve it. Your, your future customers are going to be more satisfied with these referrals and it's just gonna, as everybody, improves, it's just going to get better. Uh, a rising tide raises all ships, right? Exactly. And and that's really, I mean, once again, the concept of what we're talking about today is is not necessarily that complicated. It's, uh, it's simply, I mean, it's a simple principle. 
And so hopefully we've sparked some ideas in your mind of, you know, if you've never considered before, hey, an affiliate marketing relationship, strategic partnership could make me a lot of money in my business, serve, you know, serve your customers and serve, uh, serve your bottom line. And um, so, yeah, so think about it. We invite you to take some time today and think about that. How could in your business, how could you implement this principle? Because it works. You'll have happier customers and more money in your pocket. Yep. And the easiest way to get started thinking about that is ask, what additional things are my customers asking for? Right. And you can solve that problem, start building the relationships. So uh, as, as they get going, um, think about what value you can add to them, even with somebody else's offer, onboarding, reducing the learning curve, helping them solve their challenges still. And you can create an amazing relationship with partners and customers. Amen, so, brother. Uh, With that, we just want to wrap this up today by reminding you about the Champion Hustle, um, the Make Profits Again Summit. You go to championhustle.com forward slash summit. And uh, next week is a little bit of a surprise. We've got something we're working on. We're we're hoping to bring on a guest. We don't know if it's going to happen yet. So we're not going to announce what the topic is until that's confirmed. But come back next week and see if you can check it out it's a surprise (laughs) cool so we we think appreciate you guys joining us today and hope you have a great week and we will see you next week on our surprise episode that's right have a great week everybody bye-bye thank you for joining us on this episode of the champion hustle podcast for more great content and to join our online community visit us at championhustle.com 